You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday morning. Now, let's turn to our next guest and topic of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're talking about our health and wellness, especially when we're over 40. Now, things start to change and maybe slow down a little bit. And uh, this morning, I'm really delighted to be chatting with health coach Vincent Hiscox. And he's also the host of a great podcast called Over 40 Wellness Podcast. And uh, it's all about looking after your health and your wellness into our 40s and beyond. And he joins us live in the studio this morning. Great to meet you today, Vincent. Thank you very much for being here. So good morning, Noreen. I'm so happy to be here and I'm so sort of, yeah, such a privilege. Thank you. Yes, it's such a, it's so great to to finally uh, put a face to your voice because I I, I tune into your podcast as well. And we are live this morning on Facebook. So I'd love for our listeners to join us there. And this way you'll be able to hear and see Vincent there, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. Now, you've sort of had various transitions. We talked before the program about what you did before you became a, a health coach. How did that journey begin for you? How did the journey begin? I think the the journey of being a health coach, ah, I would say it began when I was like, when I could remember when I was five years old. So I've been sort of interested in sport all my life. I mean, at school, it was the, you know, academic stuff was okay. That was, you had to do that. But then I lived for sport. So always, never the best in the team, but usually in the team good enough to, yeah, yes that's yeah, good yeah and and really that sort of you know that followed me that's followed me right through my life i mean through all the time at school then at university then when i started working that continued and one of my highlights i would say was um living in jamaica and i played in in a competition in jamaica and we actually won the competition in jamaica which was like in rugby which was tremendous yeah. Amazing. And then in 2019, you started becoming a health coach to help, to help other people. Yeah. This, this health um, element has been running through my life all the time. And really, I, I was very selfish. I thought, well, what can I do that I'm happy with? What can I do where I help other people? And what can I do where I help myself as well? So it, it, it fitted all the criteria. So that's what I'm doing now. That's good to find that alignment in life where you enjoy what you're doing so much and it also can, you know, benefit other people. I think that's a a really rare um, uh, career or job. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And and I would maybe add to that that for me it's lifelong learning. I've not stopped learning. I'm still, you know, devouring books. I'm still listening to other people's podcasts. I'm still learning so much and there is so much to learn and so much to share. Absolutely. So tell us about this podcast. When did you start this podcast and why did you decide to start a podcast? Yeah, super question. So I I actually went on a a business mentoring course and my mentor said, um, okay, and it was just as I was transitioning into full-time health coaching. He said, look, you've got no reputation. You've got no background in it. Why don't you start the podcast? Because that'll help you to build your reputation in the field. So I kind of looked at him and said, okay. Um, so that then became a journey which it took more than a year to release the first podcast. And that journey was, I mean, I recorded podcasts quite quickly, but they, they, just, they just stood there. And it wasn't until uh, I met uh, Rachel, Rachel Smith, yes. one of my longtime friends now. And she said, OK, now you do this. 
go away and do it. Now you do this, go away and do it. And I think after three or four weeks, I had a podcast. And that just opened the floodgates. Wow. And the rest is history. The rest is history, yeah. It is a game changer to be able to put your ideas out there and to be able to share ideas with other people in the health industry. And also you get a lot of feedback from various people. That Did that help you grow as well? I mean, tremendously. I mean, you get people on the podcast. So I have two, two kinds of people on the podcast. One are health professionals. So they can be a psychologist, psychiatrist, acupuncturist. And then the other one is somebody with a health story. So somebody that maybe was well, they became sick with something and they tell their story of how they sort of built themselves back to being healthy again. And both podcasts have got real value. And, you know, I enjoy both of them. But I would say my favorite has been a health story, a health story um, of somebody that was, you know, chronically sick, but then built herself back up uh, to full health again. So that, yeah, when you hear stories like that, it's, it touches your heart and it's very, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And and it's, you know, it's so, it's like our bodies, it's such a miracle how the, how the way our cells are, how we can regenerate, how we can nurse ourselves back to health sometimes. Not not always, but sometimes it, it, it works. And that's really heartwarming to hear when that happens. Yeah. And, and I would add to that, that being healthy is not difficult. I mean, everybody has this impression Oh, you know, if I want to be healthy, I have to go to the gym, I have to slog it out sort of one hour a night for sort of five nights a week. But no, the sort of basic steps, the steps that get you to 80% of the benefit are quite small. And I'll give you a good example of that. An example would be if, for example, you started walking and you walked, you know, an hour a day, five days a week, that would lift you you know, right up the scale in terms of your fitness. And people think, you know, you have to go to the gym, you have to lift weights, you have to do this, you have to do that. But the sort of, the benefit you get just by starting and just doing is really disproportionate. Yeah, part of it is also building a good habit. So for example, walking um, is a great way, you know, we can can try and all fit uh, fit it in. Part of it is just people are so, or they say they're so busy that they they don't make time for it. It's it's creating that time and building it into your regular routine. Yeah, I mean habits is my my favorite subject. Uh, I I would say, you know, I I say it's going from knowing to doing. Everybody knows what you should do, but then you have to do it. And that crossing that bridge from the knowing to the doing is what habits are all about. And I've read all the habit books that are out there and they're all sort of, they're all great. I mean, James Clear, BJ Fogg, these kind of people. I mean, and it's not difficult. How many days would you say, Vincent, does it take to form a habit? Or how much time? Yeah, I think there's a a bit of debate on this. But I think the sort of, you know, the knowledge out there is it takes maybe a month and a half, you know, 40 days, something like that. Then you can have a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's good because you know I think a lot of the times on social media, especially, there are so many fad facts and and just things that say, oh, you know, uh, start your habit and 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 uh, have it in seven days or something, you know. And and I'm glad you said forty days. <laughs> Probably ties into you know um, your your podcast as well. You're looking specifically at health and wellness in our forties and beyond. Uh, why this sort of age group and beyond? Yeah, great, great question. So 
there's this kind of it's a myth okay and I'll, I'll put that at the beginning that when you're at 40 you're over the hill and then from 40 onwards it's a downward slope which you know may have been true two or three hundred years ago but it's not true today so really 40 is when people sort of get that kind of second wind and you know they get into something you know they get into new things or at least you know they they can have a very good health after 40. Yeah. yeah. And I also think emotionally speaking, when you're over 40, perhaps you know yourself a bit better. Well, I hope you'll know yourself a bit better. You'll know what you definitely like, what you don't like. So a lot of the, it frees up your mental energy, you know, it gives you more clarity to focus on other aspects of your life. So I hope that's, that's the case. Do you find that w with some of your guests that perhaps when they're over 40, they know what works for them and they're able to share uh, from their own experiences what worked and what didn't work for them? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I went to a really good talk last night and there were several guests that were sharing their stories. And this question of kind of running around in your 20s and 30s. And then for most of the people who were telling their stories, you know, they kind of they had that sort of. Um, yeah, they had that thought when they were approaching 40. This was the time to kind of you know, get on with things and settle down. And settle down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the case. But some people are very lucky. They already know what they like and what they don't like and what works for them in their 20s and 30s, health and fitness wise, um, and they sort of stick to it. But I, I got to say, I think it's also about learning new things. So if perhaps in your 20s, you might really like going to the gym and CrossFit and more, you know, high intensity things. But then in your 30s, you might discover something like yoga. And then in your 40s, maybe something like Qigong or something. So it, it, it's sort of ever evolving, I, I find. And, and it's good in, in that sense. Yeah. And you brought up a super point there. There are so many ways that we can help with our health. And, you know, everybody can find something that pleases them. It doesn't have to always, you know, everybody comes back to the gym example. And that's most probably not the best example. But, you know, there are lots of things that you can do out there. And also, I just want to come back to the habits thing. Start with something that's easy. So easy that you cannot fail. And if you find you've started on something that's so easy you cannot fail, that you're failing, make it easier. And just go to the actual limit where what you're doing is so easy you can do it. Absolutely. Um, it's true. And, and I remember when I was just trying to lose that, you know, stubborn baby fat after my second child, I was like, what can I do that I, can be part of my habit? And instead of taking the escalators, I was like, right, I'm just going to take the stairs. If I was in the MTR, I'd take the stairs. And that was doable. And, you know, if you start off something small, sorry, guys, it sounds like such a, such a small and maybe dumb example, but it really does work because it just forces you to stick to it. Um, something as simple as taking the stairs rather than uh, the, the escalators. Now, I know you go into like different uh, subjects as well. How do you go about picking your, your topics then w with your guests? I would say that it's random. Um, it's, it's all based upon, you know, referrals that people give me to either health professionals or people with a health story. And of course, then there are sort of, you know, the things that happen serendipitously but yeah I find that you know I'm in a network of people and I get so many referrals from that network of people of you know either health professionals or people with a health story 
it's not something where I'm sort of struggling to find people to come on the podcast. Yeah. And that's really nice. And the other thing is that I do with the podcast, and I think it's very important, I don't put barriers up in, in that, oh, my God, who are you? You know, you've only got sort of 10 followers. You can't come on the podcast. There's nothing like that at all. Like if that. people have, they're brave enough to come on the podcast, and I do think that people are brave, then they can come. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And and it's always treating that guest with respect, even though perhaps sometimes um, you may have a different view from that guest. And that's OK. It's always looking at something from, from that guest perspective and, and being respectful. And I agree. Ten followers, a thousand followers, a million followers. It should make a difference to, to, to who, who they are or what they what message they have. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody has a story to tell. Yes. And giving people the opportunity is what's important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, w- I want to focus on, I want to ask a question about sleep. Now, um, that's a topic that should be part of our health and wellness and our fitness a- as well. I feel like it's one of those topics that's often overlooked. A lot of the times when we talk about our health, we talk about physical aspects of things, but we don't really talk about sleep. Do, do you find that w- w- with, with people w- when you talk to them about health and fitness? Or- yeah, it's, it's one, of the pill- one of my pillars, what I'd say my pillars of health. Yes. So the first pillar is breathing. We all have to do that. If you don't breathe, you die. And then the second pillar built on top of that is sleep. And for me, sleep is something which I monitor for myself. I mean, I've got a watch that tells me how many hours I sleep. I kind of... Oh, uh, how deep your sleep is. As yeah, well. <laughs> it gives you all of the sleep cycles. But, you know, people don't have to go to that kind of extreme. But it, there are very simple rules. If you seven to eight hours a night of sleep, and generally that's going to be okay. Then, of course, I do get lots of sort of clients with the the health coaching I do that come to me because they've got a sleep problem. And, you know, it's not, it's a complex thing, let me say that, but there are always ways that you can improve your sleep. So, again, it's, it's not something that's super difficult to make better. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so interesting. I, I have a, a friend of mine who always had trouble sleeping. Insomnia w- was his thing. And he recently tried um, a, a, a new diet and he swears by it nowadays. And, and it's so interesting how by changing certain things in your life, it can aid that aspect that you weren't expecting. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that that diet is the, you know, uh, helping one to go to sleep diet, but it helped him go to sleep. Yeah, I think the point that you've raised there is that all of the pillars of health are interrelated. And you press one button and it moves something somewhere Reset else. something else. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and when I'm in the coaching that I do, I try to take that holistic approach. So if I'll give you a good example. Somebody will come to me and say, look, I need to lose some weight. And that's fine. And that's, you know, it's laudable and I'll support them to do that. But at the same time, I'll start looking at everything else that they're doing to see how it all ties together. How that supports the weight loss. because Exactly. Could, yeah. 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 It could be a, something as simple as, you know, reducing stress in your life and not holding on to that cortisol in your body. But, um, but some people don't really put the two and two together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and another thing is, like, for example, people start doing some more exercise. You do a little bit more exercise, you go out and you walk for a, you know, for an hour during the day or you do the climbing the stairs like you did and then suddenly you find, oh gosh, I slept better last yeah. night. 
Exactly. Yes. Or oh, being out in the sun, for example, that's that that often helps. Um, Vincent, we could chat all day, and I'm sure I'll be inviting you back another time for another discussion. I really did enjoyed our conversation today, so thank you so much. Remind our listeners once again how we can find out more about you and your work. Have you got a website, or how can we find out more about? Yeah, your the very simple one. Just over forty wellness podcast, and everything is inside of that. And the forty is spelt O. F-O-R-T-Y. Yeah. So just look up Over 40 Wellness and you find everything. It's a really, really great podcast. Uh, sort of so many uh, information there, so many great guests, and it really sort of reaches different topics. So you've got a, a topic and an occasion for everyone. Vincent, thank you so much for your time today, and I look forward to inviting you back on next time for more chats. Yeah, super. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed.